0: If we can elevate the conversation about fatherhood to something that people talk about openly and regularly with that vulnerability that we've been describing, and it helps in any way to make people better fathers, better parents, that's that's really what, what it's all about for me.
1: this episode is brought to you by the Blissful Parenting Toolbox. If you're looking for better ways to communicate with your child, deal with challenging behavior, or just improve your parenting skills, our free parenting toolbox contains the best resources from our expert workshops, as well as contributions from our podcast guests. These tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for to solve everyday parenting challenges and to access highly effective ways to communicate with your child without triggering conflict, arguments, or meltdowns. The best part is that these resources, tools, and templates are completely free and are a gift to you for being a valued member of our community and subscriber to our show. To get free instant access to the Blissful Parenting Toolbox today by visiting www.blissfulparenting.com forward slash toolbox that address again www.blissfulparenting.com forward slash toolbox register today and we'll see you on the inside all right well welcome guys i'm super excited you're here today i'm going to ask you a whole bunch of questions about your amazing podcast modern dadhood Um, So, yeah, let's just start right from the beginning. Why Modern Dadhood? What inspired you guys to start the podcast?
0: Great question, Michelle. Um, So I had the idea for Modern Dadhood uh, because I, Mark and I both work in creative environments, but I was in a work situation where I had sold my video production company to a larger agency and my... Personal role within the company became a little bit more managerial and less involved in the day to day creative. So I needed something that was a, a creative outlet for me that um, didn't need to be approved by anybody. It could be my own thing. Um, having edited video for so long, you know, the idea of doing a podcast, which is obviously audio based, was mm-hmm. a really easy decision for me. And um, from there, it was just. What's something that I would want to talk with people about? You know, what's uh, what's a topic that is interesting to me that I'm passionate about that I think other people would be too? Um, I approached Mark initially because he's a fantastic designer and I wanted to have a logo and a kind of a brand created for the podcast. Mm-hmm. And basically, as soon as we started talking about it, we realized that <laughs> we enjoy talking about this stuff together. And so I invited him to join me for the first recording and... And in, in the rest is history.
1: Mm-hmm. Awesome. So now it's always like so much more fun to have a co-host so you can talk about things together, right? <laughs> now you, you guys have also had some really notable guests, which is what's, who's been your favorite guest so far on
2: the show? We probably have different answers, Mark, What's who's yours? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't know. I, um, <clears throat> that's a hard question mm-hmm. to answer. Sure. One is. of the <laughs> first one, when I think to the catalog, we've done about 60 episodes. When I think about the the variety of people we talked with usually the first person that pops into my head is um, Captain Winston E. Scott. He Mm -hmm. was an astronaut. Mm -hmm. And uh, we talked with him about STEM education and things like critical thinking, Mm -hmm. but also about the fact that he went to space and what that was like (laughs) as a dad and just as a human being. And it was incredible. And I found myself so many times during the course of that episode, talking with him in my mind, just going, man, this guy was an astronaut. It's the coolest thing in the world.
1: Guy's been on another planet. That's so cool. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: So that one, that one was really special uh, to me. Great. What about you, Adam? What what about you?
0: (laughs) You know, I I should have been thinking about uh, my answer to that question while you were answering, but instead I was uh, daydreaming about (laughs)
2: <laughs> spacewalking <laughs> going to space
0: one of our early episodes was with um uh, a person who I consider kind of an old friend his name's Terry O'Quinn and he's an actor who people would recognize from the show Lost he played mm. uh, John Locke and he's done many many other things over his career but um you know the podcast has been kind of an and selfishly kind of an opportunity for me to to connect with people who I admire for any number mm-hmm. of reasons. And the the topic of fatherhood mm-hmm. is sort of just a, a foot in the door to connecting with these people on a level that sort of disregards what they do for a living. So somebody like Terry O'Quinn has been an actor for decades and it, 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 But regardless of his fame and notoriety, he's still a dad to two 30 something year old or 40 something year old men. Mm -hmm. And he still raised them as babies and balanced, you know, his life of working as an actor and traveling around the country and being gone for months at a time with being a dad and doing that to the best of his ability. Mm -hmm. And so it's conversations like that, that are, are really kind of fascinating to me. It's, learning new perspectives from people whose lives are very different from ours. And, you know, Mm. we've had so many really powerful um, and really fun conversations, but not Terry O'Quinn was, I would say one of my favorites.
1: Mm. What do you hope your audience really uh, gets from listening to your show?
2: Another really good question. I mean, I I have some thoughts. uh, Adam, I see your wheels turning. (laughs) The wheels are turning, but yeah, please jump in. Well, I was going to say in sort of a, a, a cheeky kind of way, I hope that they get the same thing that I hope I get, which is, which is to become a better dad and a better person. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's a it's a this whole experience, the experience of being a parent is a learning experience, and and you know, you have to constantly grow and adapt and uh, change and hearing. That other people go through the same things, the same joys, but also the same struggles is a, um, is a cathartic thing to be talking with people like this. It's also really nice to um, get those different perspectives that Adam just mentioned, because sometimes mm-hmm. you get so mired down in your situation, whatever it may be, and it's really nice to be lifted out of that sometimes uh, because it can it can help you or it does for me anyway, helps me through some of the more difficult things that uh, inevitably you end up dealing with as a as a parent
0: yeah, I mean, to add on to it, I would just say what I hope people take out of listening to modern dadhood is that they are entertained, mm-hmm. um, that they are um, that they're educated, um although I think Mark and i uh, try to do a pretty good job of reminding people in every episode that we're, we're not experts. Um, and so please don't look to us as experts. Um, but we, we do try to open the conversation to people who are experts so that we can learn and so that our audience can learn as well. Um, and and to sort of serve as a place where people can commiserate about the hard stuff about being a parent too. You know, we celebrate the, the fun things and the exciting things and the rewarding things about having kids and about being dads. But it's also a place where people can vent about the stuff that's really hard.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's great. I don't know about you, but over uh, being the host of of Parenting, uh, of the hundreds of interviews we've done over there, I Feel like I've gotten so much free parenting coaching. I'm a much better parent now.
0: <laughs> right in coaching that you probably would have spent a lot of money. Totally. on Totally. Professionally.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. I feel like you become such so, so much better of a parent and educated. And it's just I feel like I do that podcast selfishly for me. <laughs> so tell me about your guys' families. You guys obviously both have kids. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Go for it. We do. Yeah, I have two daughters, uh, a a wonderful wife, uh, who's an amazing mother, and then two daughters who are eight and five. And uh, they keep us very busy and very entertained. And right at this moment in time, it feels like, I guess every part of parenting kind of feels like a roller coaster in some ways. But I would say Mm -hmm. that in general, uh, emotions are very high (laughs) in our house right now. Um, there's, There's a lot of drama. And you know, looking at it objectively, it's not right. bad drama. It's just uh, emotions run very high.
1: Yeah, I can relate. I've got a 10-year-old and a six-year-old. So okay, yeah, boy, boy girl, but they like both of them. Yeah. Have, both of them got their own drama going on <laughs> and drama with each other. Right. How about you, Mark?
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm a dad to um, twin boys. Um, mm. They just turned four years old no. uh, a couple of weeks back, about a month ago. And uh, my wife's name is, is Jamie. Um, and yeah, all the same things that you guys are saying. I mean, it definitely yeah. is uh, at at times very much like a roller coaster and uh, talk about getting at each other. Oh, we're hitting, we're just, I think we're just hitting a really good phase of them realizing how much Joy and entertainment, they get out of annoying one another. Uh, (laughs) So that's a constant in our house.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. I have twin nephews that are... Twelve going on thirteen, and they boys and they yeah they still love it.
2: (laughs) This time it just comes
1: with a few more a little bit more blood and a few more (laughs) injuries. So
2: I've got many more years to look forward to that, and it's going to increase, is what you're telling me. So a little bit, yeah,
1: (laughs) just a little bit more intense.
2: (laughs) Bring out the helmets and the hockey sticks, and you'll be good.
1: (laughs) That's awesome. I love you guys. Different perspectives, obviously, between the two of you as well. With one being dad of boys and one being dad of girls. I think that probably also lends to some of the amazing conversations you guys get to have on the show as well. What has been the biggest um growth moment for uh I guess the biggest biggest growth for you guys personally uh from being a host of the podcast?
2: I also I also have a go to answer for that one already. Please. I we were really fortunate. In, in that we got a chance to interview a, an author by the name of Jordan Shapiro. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's a super smart guy. He's a PhD. He's a, he's a professor, uh, if I get this right, at Temple. Um, I hope I'm remembering that right. Um, but he, he wrote a book called Father Figure, and it was uh, mm-hmm. subtitled How to Be a Feminist uh, Dad. And Uh, But it goes through such an exploration in that book. It was a really good examination of what it means to be a man, and what it means to be a a dad, and what it means to, uh, um, you know, be a uh, have a family. And we always, you know, if we have an author on, we read the books. You know, we do the best we can to to prepare. Mm -hmm. And his book just was. There was one aha moment after another, to be honest. But there was one in particular where he talked about the. I'm trying to make this short. He he drew a distinction between what what we know as maybe traditional fatherhood, you know, thinking our fathers or Mm -hmm. our grandfathers' era, and now the modern dad uh, as being uh, there was there was there there is this shift between thinking of yourself as an authority figure Mm -hmm. and thinking of yourself. Just as an individual who needs to be able to adapt regularly um, to your surroundings and your situation, it's not oh you need to be in control and control everyone else it's that you need to be flexible and you need to be able to adapt and it just really hit me I don't know if it was the right time or what, but um it was a really big aha moment for me not that I even you know conducted myself or thought of myself as I need to be an authority figure but just coming face to face with, yeah, that's, that is kind of how mm. I've often thought about the father. Mm-hmm. you know. Even though I'm a co-host of a podcast where we talk about modern, it was just so good to kind of get it from him in that way. And of course, we talked about it in the episode. So mm. long-winded, but that was really an aha moment for, mm-hmm. for me. And, and, and I think it helped me to really grow a little bit. Mm, that's powerful. Mm.
0: Yeah. And I think I've just had so many moments over the past 2 years and you know 60-ish conversations where I feel like I've I've learned something or it's opened my mind to thinking about something in a different way mm-hmm. but I, I kind of looking at the the whole the whole podcast objectively trying to step back and look at it I I think what I have learned is there's this really interesting thing that happens where we have a list of topics right that things that we would love to cover eventually. We also have a list of potential guests who we think would be fantastic to have on the show mm-hmm. for whatever reason we don't sometimes we don't even know mm-hmm. if they're dads it's just i'd love to have a conversation with this person once in a while. you know we can match a topic to a person and make the the ask and set up the interview and that's awesome when the stars align like that. But what's happened more often than not is these opportunities kind of present themselves. It's almost like, you know, allowing, I don't know, I don't want to use the word fate, because it seems a little bit dramatic, but allowing these things to happen naturally. So for example, Mark, you just mentioned Jordan Shapiro, who was a fantastic conversation. If I think back to before we even recorded our first episode and we had a list of people who we'd like to talk to, uh, Michael Ian black was on that list. So uh, if you don't know Michael Ian black, uh, you would certainly recognize him. He's uh, by face. uh, He's a a comedian, actor, author, hilarious person. And he's somebody who I always wanted to have on the show. Um, Never had a connection to him. Never really had a way to get in with him and we had Jordan Shapiro on, and then we read Jordan Shapiro's book. And believe it or not, Michael Ian Black is one of the people who <laughs> commented or or gave a a, a cover quote for Jordan's you in the back, book. Yeah. <laughs> and so we interviewed Jordan before I think we even knew that. And it was a fantastic conversation with, with Jordan. And then months later, I came across that and I thought, I wonder if he would connect us with Michael Ian Black. And sure enough, I fired off an email and he made it happen. And now we have that one in our queue that's going to be coming out in a few weeks. You know, Chris Gethard is another one. He also Mm -hmm. happens to be a a comedian and a a performer, actor, writer, podcaster. You know, a lot of these people who we talk to tend to, to do many things. But, you know, Chris Gethard is somebody who, again, I wanted to talk to forever. I just thought he would be a great conversation. And in this case... We didn't even reach out to him. He was promoting an essay that he released on a platform called Scribd, and we got a request to have him booked on our show. It's like, mm-hmm. it's crazy that how, how these things happen, but you sort of make room for these opportunities and then allow them to happen. So in terms of our, our topics and the guests that we're booking, it seems to just sort of have this really natural flow to it. And I'm interested in, in seeing where that goes.
1: Yeah. And so, question about your fans. So, people that are going to be reading this uh, article are, you know, fans, podcast fans. Um, What will you want to say to your fans?
2: Forgive us if we ramble too much. (laughs) Is that no scratch that? That's no good.
0: We try to both of both Mark and I have, uh, like I said, a background in storytelling, you know, visual Mm -hmm. storytelling, uh, storytelling through video and audio. So, we try our best not to be a, a ramble cast, so to speak, mm-hmm. and to actually <laughs> shape our conversations and our banter into something that feels like it has a, a story arc to it. Um, I mean, one of the one of the things that's obviously so important to podcast marketing is promotion on social media, getting it out mm-hmm. there so that people can find it and engage with it, and. I think we're both at—I don't know if it's our, our age or ha- just having young kids. Mark and I are both in this stage where it's hard to be motivated to be as committed to social media as you mm-hmm. really need to be for to promote to to actively promote a project like this. Mm-hmm. So I would say to our fans, please follow us on social platforms, mm-hmm. but please forgive us if we are not. Posting a new story, you know, every day of the week. Um, That said, you know, we're actively engaged in this podcast, and we're having really Mm -hmm. important and really meaningful conversations about something that we're passionate about, which is being engaged and involved parents. So please, please give us a try, you know. And despite our uh, (laughs) despite our limited ability to engage on the TikToks of the world.
1: <laughs> right. Who's got time for that when you got kids?
0: <laughs> I don't know.
1: I don't know either. Um have you guys you know, there's a sea there's a sea of mom podcasts out there. Um there's not a sea of dad podcasts out there or podcasts that talk about dadhood. Um you guys are kind of like a rare a rare thing in your in your kind of own ocean here. So, share with us a little bit about like what does that mean to you? Why is that important for you know parents uh, who are listening? And and what's that perspective that you guys can kind of share with them?
2: And I have an immediate thought. Um, I mean, we were we obviously did some research, right? When we when we set and and mm-hmm. when Adam first came to me, he had already done a bunch of research, but. Mm-hmm it was It was really important to us to to know that whatever it is we do and whatever it is we put out there in the world is is uh authentic. It's really who we are and it's yeah. really honest, so at times it's vulnerable at times it's funny. I think both of us like to just have a goof and joke mm-hmm. around, and so that's just a part of the show um but we were really cognizant of the idea that. Okay, we don't want to enter into this landscape, this podcasting landscape, and be dismissed because simply because we're two guys with microphones who mm-hmm. you say we're dads and we're going to talk about dad stuff, because that can sort of instantly conjure a particular type of tone in people's minds. Right. And I think that sometimes. I don't want to say anything negative. So there's a, there's a time and place for everything, but we are not the type of people who are, who are this, who who are, you know, these, these boisterous, loud in your face, alpha, you know, you know, faster, stronger, better, bigger kind of guys, you know, we are absolutely okay being vulnerable. Talking about emotions, talking about feelings, mm-hmm. getting teary eyed on the show, which doesn't happen often, but it's gotten <laughs> damn close <laughs> on a couple of instances because of the topics that we talk about. Mm-hmm. And that, the reason why that's important to us is because, in, in a sense, the show is examining w- what it means to be a modern dad. And we are drawing mm-hmm. these distinctions like Jordan did very eloquently and, and, and gracefully in his book, but we're always kind of striving to say, you know, maybe forget a little bit about what you assume, you know, uh, or how you assume a, a dad and, or two dads are going to interact with one another. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's not like what um, h- historically, you know, people think of as, as a traditional, father figure or dad role or even male just period without being a father or without being a dad or a husband or anything like that we wanted to try to make sure that we're truly being ourselves and at the same time kind of just bucking that trend you know mm-hmm. we're widening the definition of mm-hmm. father or dad or dadhood you know um and we do that in a number of, of ways, I think, just naturally, but we're also, also something we're kind of trying to seek out, you know, talking to someone who's written mm-hmm. a book about feminism, for example, from the perspective of a father, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so all of that is to say that in, in the beginning, we were really cognizant of that. And we did come across some dad podcasts that kind of fall right into that, you mm-hmm. know, we're bigger, better, faster, stronger sports, right. dad stuff, <laughs> you know, and and. um we felt that there was a a little bit of a gap and we, and we, we, that was one of the things that made us really look at each other and go, maybe we really should do this Mm -hmm. because maybe it's, maybe it's important, you know, maybe it is an important thing.
1: Yeah. And I bet you guys have so many um, listeners that have been like, thank you. You know, like, thank you for showing up, being vulnerable, sharing what really it is like to be a modern dad um, right now. And so Adam, your thoughts on that?
0: Trying to think of an answer that's, a little bit different from what Mark said, but I really, mm-hmm. I, I I really fully agree with that. You know, yeah. I, we did do that research. We did have conversations about how could this podcast or how would it be different from what's out there? And we've heard, we've heard from some of our, even our higher profile guests, you know, I don't, I don't see any other fatherhood specific podcasts mm-hmm. who are doing this in the way or at the level that modern dadhood is. And that's really flattering. That's great. You know, we're doing it because we love talking about it and because we mm-hmm. love having these conversations with people who we admire. Mm-hmm. And if if we can, this sounds a bit grandiose, if we can h- help to make the the world a little bit better of a place or or to make fathers in general a little more engaged or just a little more mindful about the importance of their role Mm -hmm. that's a really big win for me Mm
1: -hmm. i love it and i love that you've had that um feedback from your audience too which is or even from your guests so so powerful too so for the dads that aren't listening aren't listeners yet what what can you say to draw them in to to come and listen that was a tough question i think that the the
0: the the cool thing about our podcast, I believe, and it's hard yeah. to really say when you were one of the hosts, but despite Mark and I both having, you know, the oldest kid among us is eight years old, my my mm-hmm. oldest daughter. I really think that this is appealing to dads of all ages. Many of our guests have older kids, fully grown kids. I mean, we've talked to grandfathers, to okay. stepdads, to Transgender dads to, I mean, people of all walks of life from all over the world at this point. And we've just gained so much knowledge and respect and perspective. There's something for everybody. So Mm -hmm. I would, I would ask that people don't, don't think about it in terms of, you know, does this podcast apply to me if my kids are not in the same age group as the host's kids. I mean, this is something for all dads and there really is something for everybody.
1: Yeah. I love it.
2: Yeah. I mean, the only thing I would, I guess, add to that or expand on at all was, would be that like, like I do, I find it very helpful sometimes to just have these conversations and listen to other dads talk about their experiences, whether it's a good thing that they're going through or a tough thing that they're going through. I, I find a lot of, it's helpful to me mm-hmm. to know simply that I'm not alone on an island somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we started our show before COVID. Mm-hmm. Going through something like a pandemic amplifies um, what some parents, and I'll just say dads, to kind of feel sometimes, which is that they sort of lose a sense of self. They lose a little bit of who they are because they're so focused on this other, this other being, you know? Um, And sometimes it makes the relationship with your significant other strained and difficult. Mm -hmm. And it's really easy to kind of turn inward, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And so our show is a, is a, hopefully a, a place where you can in a really safe way, Feel confident knowing I, I'm definitely not alone on an island. There are other people mm-hmm. out there that are going through what I'm going through, feeling what I'm going through. And I hope that I, I would say that that alone, I feel like is a, is a good reason to, to come and listen to the show um, because you're, you're going to hear other dads, you know, talk about a range of things mm-hmm. and something is going to resonate, uh, you know, at some point with you.
0: Well, and to your point earlier, Mark, about, you know, our willingness to be vulnerable. I mean, I think vulnerability is something that's Mm -hmm. important, an important trait to fathers in general. But I was just, I was just having a conversation with somebody, an upcoming guest about this, how, you know, if we throw out a question and it's uncomfortable for you, or there's um, a particular word or phrase that rubs you the wrong way we're not afraid to look like idiots either on our podcast mm-hmm. i mean if we don't mind throwing ourselves under the bus for the the benefit of the listener if it helps right. educate people and give them the correct language to use mm-hmm. for, to use the the example of a transgender dad right <laughs> if our conversation if it happens during our conversation that we say something and our guest says, that's probably a word that you don't want to use because that even though I know you weren't trying to offend me, that's something that could be very offensive. Mm-hmm. I don't mind. Like Maybe it's embarrassing, but I just learned something that uh, that I wouldn't yeah. in any other context probably have the opportunity to learn. And if hundreds of other people can learn it in that same moment, I don't yeah. mind looking like an idiot. I think it's. Yeah. I think it's actually a really positive thing.
1: Yeah, that's great. I love it. What do your wives think about the show?
2: Uh,
1: <laughs> do they listen? <laughs> I don't think my husband listens to my podcast.
2: <laughs> yeah, I will. I will say that my wife Jamie uh, has listened to every single episode, and i I think mm-hmm. I think she truly she listens to them. I mean, she hears me yammer on enough. So she's not tuning in to listen to me, but she, she really, she <laughs> thinks <laughs> I'm hilarious. That's exactly it. <clears throat> she, um, she often gets a lot out of the interviews mm, that we, that we have. Um, and, and in our personal relationship, she and I, the interviews that we have on modern Dadhood often spark conversations between my wife and I, you know, mm-hmm. and that's, you know, that's, again, that's one of the things that we're kind of hoping it makes it easier for mm-hmm. a husband and a wife, for example, to talk to one another about something that might be a little bit difficult because you get this other perspective, you know, to focus on maybe. Um, so, so she listens to the show. There was uh. There was only one time where where she was like, I can't believe you said that (laughs) on the show. And I just sort of had to say, you know. Well, I did. <laughs> I remember <laughs> that. can edit it out. <laughs> yes. it's, it's, it's a done deal. Well, you, made, yeah. you,
0: made, you made some joke, which was like clearly not you, but it was about like uh, uh, abusing your dog or something for, for something yes. that your dog did, right? Like, obviously, <laughs>
2: yes. you're the most gentle soul. I mean, but... my, my dog is right here, right next to me, <laughs> enjoying her life thoroughly. Yeah. But, but yeah, no, I love my wife the wrong way. We had them on the show. We did, we actually, we had an episode we called The Mom Takeover. Oh, awesome. <laughs> where Adam and I, we all met up at Adam's house. He and I took the kids and and did a, a you know, a dad's day with the kids and, uh, and set up our wives with some microphones and a bunch <laughs> of thought starters. And we were like, whatever you want, you know, take the conversation any way that you want to. Uh, and I, I like to think that they, that they, they also found that cathartic in a way that, that Adam yeah. and I do.
1: Yeah. I love that. That's so great. What about your wife, Adam?
2: Yeah. She likes the show. You
0: know, mm-hmm. um, we, we talk about both Mark and I talk about our kids a lot. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, and typically it's recounting either really funny stories or really ridiculous mm-hmm. stories or things that we've, you know, difficult things that we've gone through with our spouses. So mm-hmm. I, I think it's enjoyable for them to relive that stuff. We are, um, I would say, pretty conscious of privacy. So we Mm. intentionally don't use our kids' names, um, which I've never actually stopped to ask any of our listeners if that's a distraction for them or if Mm. if they connect less with the show because of that. But I think for us, that privacy piece is is important. But yeah, our, our wives listen to it. I think that they find it entertaining and they like hearing the stories about their kids as well. um Mm -hmm.
1: and probably from like a unique point of view of your point of view where it's like you know different than their than they recount the story
0: right exactly exactly and and you know like a lot of times the the so we try to make it very clear and it's important to us that not every guest is somebody who is a celebrity somebody who's famous somebody with any sort of notoriety or recognizable name i mean it could be a friend a neighbor it it doesn't matter who it is in in a few cases they've not even been dads specifically uh the topic has obviously been you know tangential and and related to fatherhood but for me when i when i do reach out to somebody who i really want to book on the podcast because i really want to have this conversation and then and then you book them, I mean, that's like, that's a very fulfilling, gratifying, Mm -hmm. really exciting feeling. It's almost like, you know, it's almost like you're making a sale, you're, you're closing a deal. It's like, wow, we just landed this guest. Can you believe it? And I think for, for my wife anyway, being able to hear that conversation, you know, she's excited for me and she's Mm -hmm. excited for Mark. And then to hear that conversation and sort of the, the result of that is, um, is, makes her happy too that's so cool
1: yeah i love it and it's great that it's kind of become like a family sounds like it's a family thing for you guys like it's you know that your whole families are kind of involved in some aspect or another as a listener or like hearing the backstories or getting excited for you so that's really cool um anything else you want to share with us before i wrap it up for us today we're going to um, obviously position this article as like, you know, a little bit of looking behind the mic into your show, the behind the scenes kind of stuff of who you guys are, what you're all about, what you hope your listeners have. Anything else you want to add? Oh,
0: Adam. I would just say that a, a, a theme that comes up between Mark and I, but also uh, on the podcast with our, you in know, in our guest, in our conversations with our guests, mm-hmm. it comes up frequently that, you know, people are, maybe self-critical about how they handled a situation or insecure about something to do with how they parent their children. And this theme that comes up that we talk about all the time is the fact that you're aware of it and talking about it and mindful of it, you know, it's all going to work out. Okay. You know, you're not going to fail as a parent simply because you're aware of this thing and it's something that you're talking about and communicating about and, and working on. So if we can through modern dadhood, I don't want to use the word normalize the conversation, but if we can, if we can elevate the conversation about fatherhood to something that people talk about openly and regularly with that vulnerability that we've been describing and, It helps in any way to make people better fathers, better parents. That's that's really what what it's all about for me. I mean, it's it's always exciting talking to somebody who's, you know, whose music you've listened to your whole life or (laughs) whose movies or television shows you've enjoyed watching. But really, it's about celebrating what we love about being dads and just being mindful about parenting and that's, that's
2: why I do this.
1: Great. Love it. Talk yeah, I that one, that.
2: Mark. I, I've <laughs> just, I don't have anything. I guess, I guess the one thing that I would say is I'm sure, you know, I'm sure every parent has had this thought or had said something that starts this way. Am I the only one that fill in the blank? <laughs> are, are my kids the only ones who fill in the blank. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, you just listen to our show and you'll get answers to that, which is no, you're not. (laughs) And no, they're not. (laughs) And I think I take comfort in that every time Mm -hmm. I talk to someone and every time I listen back to an episode or go back and listen to an old episode. um, Because I, even as a co-host on a show, where we explore this kind of stuff and talk Mm -hmm. about it all the time. Every week I find myself saying to someone, God, am I, I, are my kids the only ones that (laughs) whatever (laughs) stab each other with their plastic dinosaurs every morning, you know, like whatever it is, you know um, it's, it's comforting to know that, that I'm not alone, you know, in in feeling uh, this way helps me get through, helps me get through tough moments.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you guys. It's been great to chat with you and, uh, explore your, the whys behind the microphones of the modern dadhood podcast. So thank you so much for spending this time with me. It's been a pleasure getting to know you guys. And I'm really excited for the podcast that you have guys have created. Cause I really think that you're doing something out there that's so important and so, um, so much needed for our dads to have a place that they can come and listen to and feel like they belong. So. Thank you guys for what you do.
2: Thank you so much, Michelle. No problem. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for uh, thanks for the opportunity to to talk about it. We really appreciate that.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. This episode is brought to you by the Blissful Parenting Toolbox. If you're looking for better ways to communicate with your child, deal with challenging behavior, or just improve your parenting skills, our free parenting toolbox contains the best resources from our expert workshops, as well as contributions from our podcast guests. These tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for to solve everyday parenting challenges and to access highly effective ways to communicate with your child without triggering conflict, arguments, or meltdowns. The best part is that these resources, tools, and templates are completely free and are a gift to you for being a valued member of our community and subscriber to our show. To get free instant access to the Blissful Parenting Toolbox today by visiting www.blissfulparenting.com forward slash toolbox that address again www.blissfulparenting.com forward slash toolbox register today and we'll see you on the inside.